Good morning. Welcome to the amazing, full of energy, <laughs> radio, oh, original Loretta Brown show with my amazing producer, Benny Mathers, who Hi. puts a smile Aww. on my face and in my heart and into the world. Hopefully more than just yours. Yes. That's what we, that's what we do here. All the listeners, everyone, and then some besides. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's looking at me like, what is she Just talking a smirk. About? Yeah. You know, um, I've been talking about this a lot with people. You know, we are mostly made of energy and frequency. You uh, look at it any way that you want. But um, when we smile, of course, it makes us feel better. But it goes out into the world. I love that idea. And, of course, hmm, some people are ready to accept that smile. And some people are like, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> With that smile over there. I don't think I want that, right? <laughs> anyway, we've had quite the week. We've got beautiful weather here in Seattle. Oh, look outside. It's really wonderful. And uh, we're going to have, uh, uh, well, there's change of weather. You know, I think Betty puts the report out there. But yeah, imagine a few weeks ago, a couple of feet of snow. <sighs> now the crocuses are coming up. The squirrels are out. People the, are coming out of their homes, too. Yeah, they look like um, the <laughs> dawn of the dead. Right. <laughs> They're all shrunken and pale. Un- unburrowing their... With their hands yeah. slightly... <laughs> totally. <laughs> Caves. What is that in the sky? Uh, ah. No, it's air. <laughs> anyway, I hope we make you laugh <laughs> and, and uh, not change the station. That's not what we're trying to do. Um, This is Loretta Brown, and I am the owner of Reiki Oasis, located right here in the greater Seattle area. We've been in business 23, 24 years. Oh, my goodness. And um, I'm ever grateful to be doing what I do on planet Earth because I've had several lifetimes before this current one of running Reiki Oasis and doing lots of wonderful work with people. Um, You can find out more about me at ReikiOasis.com. You can schedule anything and everything at schedule.reikioasis.com, except for the Crystal Bowl healing concerts, which you have to get your tickets through Bala Yoga. Now, wonderful news. Um, I have a Crystal Bowl healing concert coming up this Sunday night. Yay! And right after the uh, vernal equinox, this full moon that's just blazing in the sky, this is a perfect time for you to come out and... uh, Clear away the old and get into your present self and set your intentions for the future. So 7.30 p.m. this Sunday night uh, at Bali Yoga in Kirkland. And do pay attention to the locations because I will be rotating between Bala Yoga in Kirkland and Bali Yoga in Sammamish doing a healing concert every month. And I'm always very, very clear with people that I am simply the person who brings the bowls and plays them. And the divine and the angels and the beings that work with these crystal bowls always come with me. And um, they help you out. You get to wear yoga clothes or your jammies. You get to lay around on the floor. And um, if you do come to the crystal concerts, bring your crystals Uh, with you or anything you want with you that you want cleared and energized. Um, So uh, just think about that. Now, I'm not suggesting you bring a suitcase of crystals. I'm just saying (laughs) 
you know, don't bring your six foot tall, you know, <laughs> amethyst, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> I mean, if you choose to, yeah, right? No? Yeah, yeah. That's Actually, a it would bit, be nice. Little, little extreme, but. It'd be a great setting. How about a photo? A photo. Be. You could bring a photo. That's a great idea because it will work that way too. A poster, like a like, uh, life-size version. Yeah. And, and the other thing you can do is you can bring whatever little crystals you've got. And if you take them back and put them next to the other crystals, um, with the intention, they'll just mm-hmm. send that energy over. They Look at you, a little R's up here in the little pedestal. Yes. I got some rose quartz <gasps> chilling up here. I'm really glad you have that rose quartz. Oh, they've been there for a while. I know. You see what I work around, right? I do. That's why yeah. your heart's so beautiful. Thank you very much. Ah, that, that's the secret. Mm-hmm. Rose quartz. Shh, don't tell anybody. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, I also posted a, a Facebook Live yesterday with a great um, uh, ceremony for the full moon and um, the equinox. And you can actually... Um, you can find that at my facebook.com slash Reiki Oasis page or um, my, my Warrior Queen Loretta page. And you can actually do that ceremony all the way up until the 30th of this month. Or actually, you can do it anytime there's a full moon. So check it out and uh, get some great free information. We all love that. I also have a Reiki Masterclass coming up Saturday, February 30th. Excuse me. It's an all-day class. From 10 a.m. until about 6 p.m. And if you've gone through Reiki 1 and Reiki 2 um, with anybody, and uh, even if you've gone through Reiki Master before, lots of times people come back and go through classes, uh, either the same class with me or they go through classes with other Reiki Masters because you can never have too much information about Reiki. That's right. So if you like that idea, uh, sign up at schedule.reikioasis.com. And if you're just starting your Reiki journey and you're like, hey, Loretta, I, what is Reiki? I, you know, uh, sounds like a wonderful thing. It is. A Reiki One class will be Saturday, April 6th uh, from around noon to 4 in the afternoon. You can register online. And, of course, if you have questions, contact me, reikioasis at gmail.com or through uh PM through Facebook. I'm a listener-supported show. I always thank my patrons. Thank you so much. Absolutely, every dollar helps keep this show on the air uh, with amazing guests like what I'm going to have in th- uh, today. Um, before I bring my guest on, the quickest, quickest little check-in because we did just go through the spring equinox and the last of the huge supermoons that we started this year with. And we had a supermoon January, February, and March. And my goodness, if you looked at that moon last night, I almost ran off the road. It was just stunning. And uh, you'll still be able to see it tonight, right? And um, in Vedic astrology, this full moon falls in the area of the sky known as Uttara Falguni, the star of spiritual love, commitment, and unity. Symbolized by the marriage bed, this nakshatra is revered as the uh, nuptial, that means like wedded, wedding bed, the nuptial star of Shiva and Shakti. That's the masculine and feminine union. In India, the spring equinox full moon is always celebrated as the colorful and spirited full moon of Holi, a festival known for its colorful powders and paints. 
and they dress in white and they go out on the streets and throw color at each other. <laughs> it sounds really fun. And this represents the flowers of spring, the vitality of new life, and uh, really coming, in my opinion, sort of out of the grayness of that winter where we're very introspective into, wow, don't we want to get out there and do things now? But take heed, there is a little tension in the air on this full moon, in case you didn't feel it. Many planets are on the verge of changing signs, and a lot hangs in the balance of uncertainty, both in our personal lives and globally. Both Venus and Mars will change signs immediately following the full moon. Goal-oriented Mars will leave fiery Aries on March 22nd and move into the slow arena of Taurus. More momentum may seem slower, and we might need that to catch our breath. But future plans can be put into solid and realistic action now. What do you want to create? The show today is going to really help you focus. Idealistic Jupiter is hovering on what's called the karmic knot, which is a powerful destructive force can reside in there. And I always think of that like, oh, well, you know, um, we are in a cyclic world. Things do fall away and things do come in all the time. But this energy will expose any unrealistic beliefs, scandals, false gurus, and ultimately shift our awareness toward our dharma or what is it that we really came to do or what is in our hearts that we would love to uh, express into the world. So this is a powerful time to clean away anything that just doesn't work for you, any disempowering beliefs, and step into something new. And finally, hallelujah, hallelujah, Mercury retrograde ah, will go direct on <clears throat> Dum, da, 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 March 28th. Yes! 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 <laughs> a week to go. Can't wait. Going to count it down. It's been retrograde Woo! almost the whole month, and I always think we're greater than oh. the stars. I love checking in, uh, but I have heard so much complaints, and of course, we had Facebook Mageddon, and we had all kinds Facebook of- Facebook Mageddon. That's a new one. I don't know about that one. But. We had all kinds of things going on with technology one, and yeah. communication, and you know, and people, my clients are saying, Loretta, I thought I said something nice, and apparently- <laughs> I said the worst thing I could ever have said, right? So there's hope. Yay. And we're going to be feeling truly more alive, more awake. And I hope that we can call in a sense of higher love and commitment, not only to ourselves, but to others. And now, <clears throat> after all of that, I really am excited to have my guest on the show today. Cynthia Sue Larson is my guest. She's amazing. She is a best-selling author of several books, including Quantum Jumps, Reality Shifts, and High Energy Money. She helps people find love, meaning, and prosperity by accessing worlds of possibility. Cynthia happens to have a degree in physics oh, from UC Berkeley an MBA degree, a Doctor of Divinity, and a second-degree black belt in Kuksul Wan. Don't mess with this girl. <laughs> She's amazing. 
She hosts Living the Quantum Dream on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. She's been featured in all kinds of shows, including Gaia TV, The History Channel, Coast to Coast, One World with Deepak Chopra and BBC. And she reminds us all the time of how good can it get. Welcome to the show, Cynthia. Thank you so much, Loretta. I'm so happy to be here today. (laughs) I love your sweet energy. It's It's just wonderful. We have so much to cover. I'm, I'm kind of like, oh my goodness, where do we start? Can you maybe just tell us a little about yourself? How did you get into all of this stuff? Right. Yeah. What is reality? What well, is quantum reality? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you mentioned I've got a degree in physics. Yeah. I'm also, what's been, uh, there's a fresh term for this called born aware. So I'm a very mystical physicist. Born aware is kind of like if you had a near-death experience before you were born, or if you just came in not forgetting who you are mm. to some degree. It doesn't, mean you're, it doesn't mean you're perfect. I'm not perfect. It doesn't mean I'm better than anyone. I'm not. It just means that somehow I came in uh, remembering how good things are on that very energetic level. And um, that is really cool. <laughs> so, so I think that makes it, it sort of balances out the left brain physics thing so that I can I, I connect with with the kind of people that love your show, that love your energy, yeah. that love Reiki, that love singing bowls. I'm into that, too. So I love this term, born aware. I haven't heard that before, and I, I can really relate to that, and I think a lot of my listeners can, too. It's almost like I went, oh, a little aha. Yeah. It's, uh, there's a book by Diane Brandon by that same title, and she's a, she also is a born aware person. I think those of us that are just recognize each other as, friend and family and mm. good thank goodness you're here i wish everyone was this way <laughs> yeah, you know the world would be so much better <laughs> oh can you imagine yeah yeah but there we are uh, when i read that book by diane brandon i just felt like i was back between lives again which feels to me like ecstasy it's like oh this is good <laughs> so i just love the book but um she's working on another one and she loves talking to people who have who are born aware so if listeners are out there and they want to share their stories with Diane. I know she's always looking to connect. So that's yeah. Diane Brandon, born oh, yeah. aware. I'd that I had no down. idea I'd be mentioning this, but <laughs> there oh. we are. You know, because it so much ties in, like you said, with who you are and I think your audience. So. Yeah, and um, I'm just going to tell the audience this because, you know, before the show, uh, Cynthia and I tuned in with each other in our right. hearts, and we... You know, I always set an intention with the show that we're going to say something that someone really needs to hear. Right. And so that could be one of those things, Cynthia. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, so I'm. What is, what is reality? And also, can you talk about this word quantum? Yes. Okay, good. That's the nature of the vast body of work I've been working on for 20 years. Oh. And actually, even before I really dug into this and started writing my my blog and my website and all the books I've written. Before all that, I had a kundalini awakening that reactivated my awareness of who I am because I'd kind of slipped in. You know, I studied physics at UC Berkeley. I had worked in the business world. I'd gotten a little bit steeped in our collective conscious of Western thinking. Um, Obviously, I needed some help getting back out. (laughs) So I I had a kundalini awakening. Yay! and then what happened, I'm just mentioning it again, I think your listeners can relate probably, but but after all, after this feeling like a 
big, huge channel of light, then um, then I recognized, wow, good thing I studied physics. This is very pertinent. And mm. so here's the connection in sort of a nutshell. Quantum physics, it, it doesn't need to be something that scares people. I know a lot of people, especially women, tend to feel frightened of math, but you don't need to be frightened of that. So anybody who's got a math anxiety, don't worry about it. Um, because it turns out quantum physics is full of ideas that sound like they're from the natural world. And they actually bring us out of this Boolean, true, false world of thinking, like things are right or they're wrong, they're black or they're white, you're with me or you're against me, that whole thing. We move out of that and into something that really feels and looks a lot more like nature itself, because it is. You know, this is the natural world, and in the natural world, quantum physics, you may have heard Albert Einstein once said that quantum physics contains ideas that, um, and he, he meant this in a sort of a, he was pointing his finger at it like, this looks a bit weird. He said it, it looks like spooky action at a distance. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is an integral part of quantum physics in, involves these teeny tiny so-called building blocks of nature, which is where that word quanta came from. A quanta is just the most indivisible thing you can have that's still a thing. These little things that are supposed to still be things occasionally become what looks like pure energy. They act like waves. They move together. They act like they're in cahoots with one another. And Einstein, about this non-locality business, he said, that looks like spooky action at a distance. Mm. Like this one little particle is engaged somehow with another one. How did they get in cahoots? And why are they instantly responding as if they're connected when there's nothing physically connecting them at all? So welcome to the wide, wonderful world of quantum physics, which, again, to me, this is what we've always known intuitively. I think um, a phenomenon that we start witnessing in addition to non-locality, where things that are not connected move together, there's this idea of coherence, like a flock of birds, starlings, they fly together, just like uh, liquid helium. Uh, they move exactly like that. And so, so you, I'm, I'm not kidding. You can look at nature and see there's a quantum property being demonstrated. Mm. And so I've made, as um, my work for the last 20 years, I've been investigating things that look impossible, look miraculous, but actually it looks to me like they're macroscopic scale quantum phenomena. In other words, things like teleportation can happen in your life. You might be teleported to safety. If it looks like a car mm-hmm. is going to crash into you, mm-hmm. you might be just fine. If you're studying Reiki, I'm pretty sure you're going to be just fine. You know, <laughs> a miracle <laughs> will occur, <laughs> and it has to do with energy. I, and, I, yeah, yeah, go yeah, go ahead. I I love what you just did. You really um, put this into a, a some way that I really got it. You know, because we have all these words: quantum reality, quantum physics, quantum right. teleportation, quantum right. computers, and I think we've gotten, at least myself, I'm like, oh, quantum. Hmm. Okay, so it's quantum, whatever that means. But this idea of of non-locality or that things are affecting each other. And also, you just said something that's actually an experience in my life, like this teleportation thing. Like, I actually had an experience where I was in the car with my brother, and I was driving on country roads, and the roads are going up and down. And, you know, there's a dip in the road where you can't see, we're trying to uh, uh, pass this great big huge semi-truck and suddenly a car uh, comes up out of a dip and it's right in front of us. And we both were like, I I was like, oh, we're dying now. 
and I just closed my eyes and nothing happened. And I opened my eyes and we were literally had been teleported over in front of the semi truck with a car going past us. Yeah. Like that. I believe you. And this is one yeah. of the um, most experienced and least discussed phenomenon that people like us have. I know this because when I give talks in my local area, I've been flooded with people who came up to me whispering to me, like a dozen of them, like mm. that happened to me. It's like some kind of secret people often feel they can't talk about it because it sounds impossible. Yeah. But I just want people to know that's not impossible. So if they're listening and this happened to them, um, we believe you. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> well, thank you because, you know, we both, because we both experienced it. We talked about it later and then we tried to tell people and then we shut up about it because we kept going... Maybe we weren't really going to get hit. Maybe, you know what I mean? I know. You start doubting yourself. Yeah, you start doing this thing. Um, so quantum teleportation, quantum jumping. What What is quantum jumping? Okay, so once we recognize we're in this wonderful, wacky, wide, wonderful, weird world of quantum physics, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually like nature, yay, Um so quantum jumps is just recognizing that we really are in this quantum age. And actually, every time we think a thought, or our, our little mind is working when we're engaged, in not just in perceiving, but being aware of that awareness. That's really what consciousness is. When you, uh, like you notice, like, my hand feels really hot. Oh, I'm too close to the stovetop. You know, and you move your hand away. It's that consciousness is that awareness of awareness. And when you, when you when you're aware of awareness, and you start making decisions, you're capable of literally jumping into another reality. That is what I'm talking about. Mm. So when I say that um, that we can do that, this is another property within the quantum so-called realm, which really is not a realm. It's a misnomer. We're in it already. We're all in the quantum realm. We're in nature. We're surrounded by it. So that means that we are constantly have access to this amazing amazing constellation of possibilities it's like everything is pure energy that's the beauty of something like reiki that you work with that you i love your events that you're having so people can experience this energy when you're in that that beautiful reiki energy then you have access to all possibility all those realms and so that enables you um to okay the quantum jump is sort of a three-step process uh first you kind of let go become that wave get into that reiki state of mind say to brainwave state step two energize and select a reality it's usually just like daydreaming when your mind drifts off and you think of a great vacation or i it'd be nice if we're in front of that big mac truck or whatever there you are you picked it and step three um that's the jump um if you need to do anything it's just acting as if it happened knowing you need it acting accordingly behaving totally in keeping with that reality that's important because occasionally um, people do experience a flip-flop. You'll be, it's kind of almost like, oh my gosh, there's a bad reality. I don't want that one. And then you just, um, de- you just, that's all you need to do usually if you're Reiki energized, like your listeners probably are, then you can you need that energy to make the jump. And then you just know, I, I need to not be experiencing whatever that is. And you can easily get back to the good one again. Or you're free of, you're on the other side of the truck. Closing your eyes also works. <laughs> It's kind of like, okay, I'm not accepting any of that. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> I love that. 
I'm giggling because I'm like, uh, uh, you know, let's go through life with our eyes closed, right? <laughs> well, not all the time. Just when you're jumping. <laughs> Just when you're jumping. I but, like that. Yeah. Um, that brings up so much to talk about. Um, we're going to take a station break, and I don't want people to go away because when we come back, we're going to talk more about quantum jumping, um, how to do it, what's it all about, and we're also going to talk about the Mandela effect, which, whoa, we really need to talk about that. So uh, this is Loretta Brown. My guest today is Cynthia Sue Larson, and we'll be right back. Did you know that Reiki healing can be done at a distance? It's true. So let Reiki Oasis focus powerful energy to help relieve your stress, grief, sadness, anger, and so much more. Convenient, personalized treatments at a distance can increase lightness of being. During your appointment, find a quiet place to lie down or sit to receive healing energies. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now... We're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. Benny, thank you for that music. I just feel radiant. So do you know the name of this? No. It's actually Quantum Leap. (gasps) Remember the TV show? Yes. Scott Bakula. That's right. Scott, mm-hmm. I remember that. Relates wow. a lot with our author today. That's right. Mm-hmm. It goes right along with it. Anyway, welcome back to the original Loretta Brown. I am <laughs> Loretta Brown. Imagine that. You can find out more about me at ReikiOasis.com. And my guest today is Cynthia Sue Larson. And she is the author of Quantum Jumps, Reality Shifts, High Energy Money. You might as well just go to Amazon and buy them now. Get over it, Right. Check her out, her webpage, realityshifters.com. And we're talking about quantum jumping. And um, I want to bring in, um, uh, well, I'm like, where do I start? Uh, I want to talk about the Mandela effect, but I also want to bring in to, because we just talked about blinking with our eyes. And I want to share a story with a listening audience that I just told Cynthia, which is that a couple of weeks ago, um, I was teaching a workshop and I literally had an experience where as I'm looking at my notes, 
I felt just a little bit odd, and um, the 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 um, I, I kind of the words on the page. Like I'm sorry, I'm stuttering, but the it was really so powerful because the words on the page suddenly moved around and a paragraph disappeared. And I was startled because I was right in the middle of talking, and I remembered the paragraph clearly because I typed it up. And I was thinking to myself, oh, no, what happened to the paragraph? I need it to come back. And so I blinked my eyes and opened my eyes, and the paragraph was back. And, uh, Cynthia, I want you to comment on that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, this brings up so much for me. So many similar parallel experiences, but... What I love so much, <laughs> what had me laughing on the break, was I said, do you remember that TV show, Bewitched, where Samantha would uh, wiggle her nose? She was a witch on TV, and she, she was so sweet. And then something magical would happen. I said, well, for you, you can quantum dump when you blink. <laughs> <laughs> like when you close your eyes and like, on the other side of that big truck, or in this case, you need to see what those words are. So you just blink for a moment give the universe permission to move back around like it needs to do. Because in the quantum physics uh, realm, uh, it's really true that you can never have any description of an event that's both objective and complete, not to mention also permanent. That mm. means things are moving. When they're energy, they're moving. You can't define them. You can't pin them down. That's the natural world. So go ahead and blink if that works for you. I, I love it. And it worked. And then the words were back. And I've literally seen things like this myself. So perfect example of what we were talking about. Thank you for sharing it. Yeah, you're lovely. And I like what you're saying. So, yeah, this is fun for me, too. I would like you to talk about the Mandela effect. Yes. What is it? Oh, my gosh. Well, okay, most people um, under the age of 20 have definitely heard of this now. People older than that might not have. It might not be on your radar just yet. But... You can look it up on the Internet and see tons of examples, very graphic ones of products that have changed, uh, movies that have changed, dialogue that's changed, um, all sorts of things. So it's, it's pretty much everywhere you look, history is changing, and you might remember things differently than the official version of what supposedly has occurred. And it's um, the thing about the Mandela effect, when you look at it from my point of view, the spiritual point of view, um, that and also the physics point of view, that's very clear. This has been with us for a long time. Things have always been changing. Um, it's just that we sort of have had an assumption that history stays the same. Um, I don't think that's necessarily what the indigenous people always have believed in. So I think we can see evidence that this is a long-standing phenomenon. It didn't just start suddenly. We are tracking it now because of the Internet and social media. We can now get evidence together, for example, that C-3PO used to be all gold, and now he's got like a leg that's silver or a different color. Mm. To those of us that watch Star Wars, that's weird. You know, it's like, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> like, like wait a minute, I don't remember that. And uh, lots of things are changing. Um, the Berenstein Bears, it's another big one for Americans. We, A lot of people grew up with these children's books about the family of perhaps vaguely Jewish bears that now... Uh, supposedly have always been barren stain, like they've been stained with blueberries, mm. A-I-N. Mm-hmm. So that's been a big one for a lot of people. But there are thousands of these Mandela effects. It's um, The name Mandela, the reason that came into being was there was a blogger named Fiona Broom, and she was looking um, at, uh, was just talking about this um, 
you know, the, the guy Nelson Mandela in South Africa, who had been imprisoned for his political beliefs. And she was startled just here in, in the year 2010 that apparently Nelson Mandela was alive. She was stunned. And a lot of people she was talking to at the conference were also surprised. So uh, thanks. that was sort of the moment that it really became a thing on social media, on her mm. website, on blogs like Reddit. And then, of course, now it's moved into everything. Facebook is everywhere. You look up Mandela Effect, and people are looking for what they call reality residue. <clears throat> really what that is is just evidence from people that remember the Berenstein Bears were E-I-N, or you know, various phrases in movies, various books, various TV shows, and all sorts of things. Product names, logos are, used to be different. And now uh, we remember them the way that some of us remember they were, even though apparently there's no more evidence of it except for our memories. You know, um, to me, this is absolutely fascinating because I clearly have memory of Mandela dying, and I also remember exactly what you said. C-3PO was all gold, and I remember somewhere along the line watching a Star Wars movie, and it it was like almost a weird passing thought, like, when did he not be all gold? Like, right. it threw me off a little bit. Exactly. And the Berenstein Bears, I, I've i sat and thought with this one over and over and over again. It was clearly... A, S-T-E-I-N at the end, because I remember constantly not knowing how to say it or spell it. Exactly. You know, just, it, it's so clear. And if I look at it with the Baron Stain Bears... It, that would have been easy. You'd know it's yeah. <laughs> Right. And I can't get it in my head. It, like, throws my brain off a little bit. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's so weird. There were some other ones I ran across, like Oscar Meyer. Yes. Right? Like, how do you spell that? By the way, they're <laughs> looking for drivers, by the way, for their vehicle, just to let you know. Oscar Mayer? Yeah. Are they really? The Wienermobile? The Wienermobile. They are looking for drivers currently. Okay. So if anyone wants to apply. Be part of the Mandela effect. <laughs> Boom. See what I mean? I love it. <laughs> so, so just clarifying for the audience, so really what this is is where we or certain members of the uh, population have a memory of something so clearly that is now not a part of history. Yeah, history has changed. Now, when you think about miraculous healing, this is the reason people get into Reiki sometimes. They, they feel like, okay, I need some, I need to get healthy. I've explored Western medicine, gone as far as I can go. Let's do this. <laughs> so, you know, let's experience a miracle. So let's take, if you look at that and you wonder what's going on with the physics of that, how could that happen? Um, to me, every healing is potentially retrocausal reality shifting. You literally are changing the past. You'll see evidence of it. I I write about this in my books as well, that often just the fact that you can send this intent, that you can get into that wonderful... I'm so glad you do Reiki because I can keep mentioning it and talking Mm -hmm. about it. So Reiki is perfect for just getting into this reality-shifting, quantum-jumping zone and then just be aware, of course, you can change uh, history uh, because... For, okay, for example, my my grandmother's liver cancer completely vanished, and she was in her 90s when that happened, but she was very spiritual, ready for any kind of shift. And the way I look at it, um, yes, she's spiritual, she believes in God and Jesus. That can be a miracle. And I'm saying, yes, that is a miracle. And also, it's allowed by physics when you recognize that in some ways there can now be a history that she never had cancer, which is what happened when her congregations of the Lutherans that she went to church with, they were all praying for her. 
I did a little direct, um, you know, energy healing with her. And, of course, I wanted her to get better. All she wished for herself was to have the courage to face whatever came next. What came next was complete remission. It was There was no trace of inoperable liver cancer. And the doctors had found it by doing exploratory surgery. So they had blood tests. They had CAT scans. They had everything, tissue samples. They had all kinds of evidence. And they were trying, you know, it's almost like they were locking down the reality you'll be dead in three months. But now there's no trace of any of that evidence which blew my dad's mind. He was an engineer, and he's just said, you know, I've seen the x-rays. <laughs> you know, it was, it was blowing his mind. Right. Like, how can this vanish? How can history have just changed? And so, okay, so if we, if we know this happens, and we do, mm-hmm. we know it happens with healing. Mm-hmm. We know Reiki's great for this sort of thing. Then, of course, it can happen on a global scale. Of course, history can change for all of us or groups of us at a time. So I think we're, get, we're flexing our energy muscles and recognizing we can do this. We can change history. Um, it's happening. That's the reason I like to ask how good can it get so that we're constantly focused on awareness that we can be good to ourselves, good to each other, and we can do this collectively and not be afraid of it and just yeah. realize, sure, history always changes. It's what we do. And I see evidence of this in the natural world all over the place. So it's this is not some conspiracy. It's not... We don't need to be frightened, is what I'm saying. It's, it's going to be good. I, I've got so many questions from what you said. Like, this is, to me, a very exciting topic. Um, can we, um, you know, like this quantum jumping, I guess, do we call it quantum jumping? Is that what we call it? Reality shifting? Well, when it happens and you don't know what's going on, then that, that's the reality shifting, and I've got a book about that. But that's kind of the beginning of noticing it with the Mandela effect, like, like, good heavens, history just changed. Like, what happened? This just, you know, yeah, I blinked and my writing changed. I blinked again. It came back. What's going on? That's a reality shift. And then when you gain a little confidence and feel like, okay, I'm going to grab the steering wheel here. Let's direct this a little bit. Um, just with a bit of intention and you know you're doing it. You know you're involved in it. Um, I still like to, personally, I like to keep it open to team players. I don't like to presume that I and visualizing what I think is best and I know best for everyone. Rather than do that, I just ask how good can it get. I like to include everybody in that um, because I don't have the presumption that I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Not that I don't. It's just that I might overlook something. I'd rather keep this in God's hands, in the universe's hands, in all of our hands, and just put that to how good can it get, lift it up, lift all of us up. I'd really rather do that. So that's why I'm doing it that way. Well, I'm I'm kind of sensing that people probably have questions that have to do with personal reality shifting or quantum jumping, right? Changing of the past, right? Yeah. Around personal things as well as global. And uh, I was just thinking when you were talking, like, is this a personal thing I can do for myself to change my life? And yes, collectively you know, like, how, what is the functionality of this, which we may or may not want to go into that. But if if I purposely, like, if I'm looking at my life, and, and let's say I have a health issue, or I have a money issue, right, right. Uh, which a lot of people do, or I'm working a job, and I remember, you know, 10 years ago, I could have done this other thing, and I didn't do it. And now I'm living this reality, right? Right. What what advice can you give people about how to 
you know, purposely do this or incorporate it in their life? Um, I right. know I'm it's, asking a lot in that question. It's bold. It's a great question. Well, it's such yeah. a personal journey, and it's a spiritual path. That's the way I like to show it, much more than... So I'm not basically teaching people to practice magic and get what you think you want. I'm not Rather than do it that way, which I think tends to be dead ends and result in unhappiness at some level, yeah. <laughs> I recommend... Uh, just just um, step forward, roll up your sleeves, and say, okay, this is a spiritual path. That means I'll be working on myself. Okay, I'll do it. And just recognize I'm going to be part of the, I'll be in service to help the world a better, be a better place for everyone. That's the part that involves everyone. And because I'm doing that, because I care about people, and I'm, you know, I'm really going to do my part to help out, and I'll also be working on myself, you know, whatever that means. So, it means um, you'll be overcoming your anxiety, your fear. You'll be focusing on things that are good rather than dwelling on what's wrong. Um, so it's, it mean, the kind of exercises in my books involve things like that, meditating to refocus and manage anger, for example, Jur- doing journaling exercises to overcome anxiety and fear, uh, doing exercises that help improve your relationships. You might think something's all messed up with a close loved one or a friend or a coworker, but you can rep, you can bring uh, healing to these areas, and then you can get confidence to do these things because you might feel like I don't I can't do that. Yes, you can. Uh, there are exercises to strike a power pose and take advantage of the version of you that has confidence, has willpower. Mm-hmm. You can just make a fist and just be and just breathe deeply. I just have in mind I'll be doing this. I'm going to take this on. I'll take the first step. I'm going to take a baby step. I know what to do. I've just been putting it off. And then open your fingers as wide as you can. Stretch your fingers out. Uh, just doing those simple exercises indicate to your entire mind, body, spirit, um, source, and self that you're going to take some things on. You're going to do this. So it can be these simple things that can make a huge difference. And you can also write down what went well today which sounds like a gratitude journal, and then just take it up a notch by uh, also journaling things that you're daydreaming about, things that are positive, and also things that are goals for you that you start that start showing up in your daydreams as possibilities. And start taking some baby steps forward to get there. Just act as if you're on your way, and you'll be there. So, I mean, I'm talking, you mentioned a whole bunch of things. I mentioned yes. a bunch of things, but... Mm-hmm. You can just pick one of them. It doesn't obviously you don't want to do everything all at once. Just take a little baby step today, and you'll just one small step is the beginning of a long journey. Yeah. A journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step you take today. I, yeah, I it can love be a path that. of joy and fun too. Yeah, I love that one one step at a time. Just do one thing different and and move forward. I I like that. I want to talk about this. I want to go back to the Mandela effect. We're really talking about it. But when, um, you know, when people um, remember something that happened that is now no longer findable, right, you know, because search engines tell us everything, right? Right. Um, I'm, I'm kind of being with how, what created the change in the past? Was it, and maybe you can answer this, maybe not. Did the, did the current, present change it are we on a parallel reality are we you know how does that affect our lives the way i see it good question i believe we're actually in quantum reality quantum physics is fundamental 
So uh, often people think you can just relegate the quantum realm. It, these are the tiny building blocks of matter. So what happens in the quantum realm stays in the quantum realm, blah, blah, blah. No, um, <laughs> that's not... See, when I look at the greatest quantum physicists, theoretical physicists there, who are out there right now, some of my favorites would be like Yasunori, Dr. Yasunori Nomura, professor at UC Berkeley, featured in the movie Particle... He's in a movie called Particle Fever. They didn't let him talk very much because it's a movie about particle physics, but he's in there. And uh, he's also co-authored a paper with Alan Goose, who won the Million Dollar Physics Prize. So these are top cutting-edge physicists. I mentioned Yasunori Nomura and then Rafael Busso, also at UC Berkeley. Both of those two gentlemen are keenly aware that you need to bring together the quantum physics and the relativistic physics of the so-called big realm. And so that's what they often write papers about, and they're very engaged in that. Then if you look um, up in Canada, the Perimeter Institute has a lot of physicists who are writing papers along the lines of, um, you know, there's no, it, there's no more, no such thing as staying stuck in, um, you know, classic reality. Mm. We're 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 in this quantum mm. realm. I mean, mm. we're here. This is the primary reality. Quantum is primary. I know it looks like you do two kinds of calculations, but some of these cutting-edge theoretical physicists are proving that you can create all of the laws of physics with quantum logic, quantum thinking. Mm-hmm. I, I know now that's mm-hmm. getting way too mathematical, but the, I, I just the takeaway here is what if, because in quantum thinking and quantum logic, quantum processing, everything can be in reverse. You can have a future decision affect the past. This is proof. This is actually proven true with a double slit experiment with a delayed choice. So someone, and there's too much to go into all that, but people can look it up, or if they know about it, then they can be nodding vigorously. Yeah, they get it. So just take my word for it. it we have proven that a delayed choice in a quantum experiment has an effect on the past. Therefore, if we also know that everything is a fundamentally quantum, we can do that everywhere in our daily lives and some some prayer experiments have been conducted to bring healing to events mm-hmm. that have happened in the past and i think a lot of people that practice reiki do that you know they bring healing to people who've been traumatized who've gone through a natural crisis or what have you and so you know we've we've seen evidence of it all over the place so this is natural and it's not it's not outrageous so when we then look at back at the mandela effect well, of course, we'd expect to see occasionally the past changes. And I mentioned some flashbulb memory examples in my book, Quantum Jumps, that were conducted where professors were asking students in their college classes right down um, just the day after the space shuttle disaster. There's been a crash, and the professors asked the students right down where you were, how you found out, what you were doing, etc. Everything you can remember in your own handwriting on a piece of paper about this, um, you know, this related to how you found out about the space shuttle crash. And then a year or two later, the same professors talked to the same students and said, okay, we're going to have you do that again. Here's a fresh piece of paper in your own handwriting. Write down all those same answers again. After they'd done that, then the students got their original paper back from a couple of years earlier. And that was shocking for some students who said, that's my handwriting, but that's not what happened. Oh my so goodness. it can actually be a difference in our own lives that we can experience a different reality. 
Oh, that's fascinating. Um, I'm thinking of several things. Um, uh, I mean, that's just fascinating to me. Uh, I've had experiences, you know, where I remember very clearly, and this is years ago, I was getting ready for a vision quest, and I was at the REI store, you know, like getting what I needed for the uh, for the the woods, right? Because I was going to camp and then be three days in the woods with water and a tarp, right? And I remember looking at the tarps, and I very clearly was like, oh, my goodness, this really expensive tarp is the one I really should get, but my budget's really low, and I should just get this $10 tarp, right? Mm-hmm. And I literally stood there, and it was almost like, I don't know if I heard a voice, there was something nudging me very strongly to get the more expensive tarp, which I ended up doing. About a week later, I'm in the woods, and I suddenly had this amazing realization that my future self, the one that was there on the side of the mountain, was sending me a very, and I consciously was like sending a message back to Loretta of a week ago going, buy the more expensive tarp, you're going to need it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's that loopy sort of a thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is that future memory phenomenon that uh, the author PMH Atwater wrote a book about with a Mm -hmm. chapter called Reality Shift. I think she's the first author to use that term. So high five to PMH Atwater. <laughs> you know, she was out there early. I didn't see it till later, till I was investigating this. Absolutely. You can tap into your future self. You can get that future memory. And again, if you're doing Reiki, if you're doing meditation, you'll be more open to experiencing these things. I love these global things, though, like, um, you know, like the, uh, I don't know if they've done anything around 911 or Hurricane Katrina or what it is that we remember, like I say, I have memory that you just mentioned that no longer is, it's not in history. Right. So do do people know how, uh, do, do people need to know how to quantum jump to change their reality, or does it just happen? You know? Okay, well, the reality shifts happen naturally, and okay. that's why often you'll see, like, you put your keys down and they're not where you thought you put them. That's an, often an intra-level reality shift, or you run a load of laundry and, your miss, socks are mismatched, but there's nowhere they could have gone, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So mm-hmm. these are often the sort of things we <laughs> bump into. and like, what the heck? <laughs> I, I'm only giggling because I'm like, are all the missing socks in the dryer, have they gone to another quantum <laughs> reality? That's where they're at. Okay. having a party. <laughs> <laughs> well, these, uh. these, these things are very um, understandable from this physics point of view. And so when you recognize, okay, I've been noticing things moving around, that means if you start noticing that, you also can recognize, you can bring them back. So it's having an open mind is very helpful for the reality shifting to have lost things return to you. And I describe a way to do that in the book Reality Shifts and Quantum Jumps and also on my website, which is free, and 20 years of newsletters are there with all kinds of tips there too. So there's a whole bunch of things people can do. You know, if you're noticing things are moving around sort of on their own, you can bring them back. Um, I forget what your question was now, but... Um, Doesn't matter. You, you answered <laughs> it. <laughs> well, this is, there's so much going on. But when you, you notice, like, okay, that's, that's definitely happening. This is for real. I'm not imagining it. When that starts happening, you can start having fun. What I mean by fun is if you're missing something in your cupboard, and maybe you did run out of it, but you need more. Um, it's similar to blinking. You can just shut the cupboard. Open, walk around the kitchen one or two times, come back, open the cupboard, check again. Do that a few times. Keep your energy very positive. 
you know, open mind, like, this can happen. This can happen for me. I know this happens to Cynthia. happens to Loretta. I can do this, too. Yes, you can. Just, uh, just kind of keep positive. Just keep checking. And I've often experienced things come to me that definitely were not in that cupboard before. Just sort of rummage around again. There it is. I've literally heard things show up in the refrigerator that definitely <laughs> weren't there before. You know, the more open-minded you are, the more wonderful, amazing, cool things can happen. You also have a great story about getting money in your wallet. I love that. Yes. Yeah. But that's another good example. And again, it's like the blinking thing. Um, you want what we're do- okay. I'll tell the story. So I was at a restaurant with my two very young daughters at the time, and we had a great meal, Mexican restaurant. And at the end of the meal, I wanted to make sure I gave the, the, a tip to the waitress in cash. I, tr- I explained that why to the, my daughters, cash is better. But uh, then I opened my wallet, and I only had like $1 bill in there. And so I said, but you know what? No, no worries. Just like things come back to us when we're missing our shoes or whatever. Sometimes they come back if you just shut the door and look again. I'm going to shut my wallet. Can we look again? And one daughter was really into it. She's like, yes. <laughs> so I opened the wallet. That kind of energy is great. And sure enough, there's another dollar bill. So I pull, it's like a magic trick. I pull it out, put it on the table, <laughs> shut the wallet. <laughs> that was the only one in there that time. Like, so I shut it. And, and then <laughs> I conspiratorially, now I look at both daughters. She's like, check again. They're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I open it again. I just keep doing this until we had exactly what we needed for the tip. A dollar bill after dollar bill. It was so much fun. And that laughter, that energy, it's so helpful. So you want to make sure if you're feeling angry or bitter or um, all tied up in what you think just happened, remember, how good can it get? Think that for your past. Think that for yourself, for other people, for the future. Just keep that positive possibility, and you'll be amazed. Good yeah. things can always happen. Yeah, we, I, I realize we only have like about a minute or two minutes left. Is there a simple quantum jump exercise that people could try? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, good one. Is, uh, my books are full of them, but a really simple one because we only have like one minute. Yeah. I, I talked about that willpower one, so that's one you can do. You can also, um, some people feel like they're low energy, so if you want to boost your energy and, and kind of increase your confidence, there are some things you can do to uh, uh, strike a power pose, and this wor- is the work of Harvard's Amy Cuddy. I mentioned it in Quantum Jumps. It's very simple. You can you, um, put your hands, cr- uh, clasp them behind your neck, you know, you can do that, kind of lean back. You can, um, if you're able to stand up and put your hands on a desk or a table in front of you, that is phenomenally powerful. You can stand up and put your hands on your hips. That's very powerful. What you're doing is uh, instantly changing the balance uh-huh. of hormones in your body. Yeah. You're actually, it has a huge physical effect. This is a quantum jump. I love it. Okay, well, so this is Loretta Brown. My guest today is Cynthia Sue Larson. Get her books, Quantum Jumps, Reality Shifts, High Energy Money, and uh, find her at realityshifters.com. Cynthia, thank you so much for being on the show, and um, you certainly quantum jumped me today. Thanks. We'll talk to you next time. Bye now.